listening to the Salt and Light podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Thank you for joining. Do not sacrifice in the altar of promotion the crown of glory. Jesus put it this way, do not want people to clap to you here and lose for the Father to say, well done. And many times on what he's taking us to grow, what he has for us is greater, but we want it now. And therefore, for lack of a better word, we abort, we mishandle, we lose what he has for us there and today I want to challenge you God has so much more for you scripture says in Psalm chapter 1 verses 1 2 and 3 blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners nor seats in the seat of the scornful happy blessed joyful is the man But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night, not just Sundays. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, their seasons, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever, everything he does shall prosper. How many of you can believe this today? Would you close your eyes with me? Let's pray. God, I thank you that in your love and in your mercy, you don't want anybody to perish, but for everybody to come into repentance in the knowledge of Christ. And today I pray for a greater revelation of you. We stand in awe of you. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you change our hearts, our minds to the will of the Father so that we walk in your purpose, in your truth, to give fruit and grow. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Amen. One of the most challenging seasons in my life as a parent was with my daughter asked me for a car. Um, I really wanted to give her something like this. But she said, Dad, I want a Mustang. (laughs) Now, I need you to look at me for a minute. Where's my generation that could not ask for anything? I'm serious. Like, you couldn't ask for anything. If if you would say, I need new shoes, it'd be like, let me see. They're still good for another three months, you know? First generation pioneers. Now, where's my generation that actually was able to ask for something but in a budget? Come on, second generation. You can get anything you want from Dollar Tree. <laughs> Here's your Christmas gift, $50. Get, you have $100. Come on. So we learn to ask with limitations. <laughs> but we have a third, fourth generation now that anytime they ask for something, in fact, before they needed it, we gave them to them. Come on. 
And praise God, because we're, ra- we're raising up leaders that have no limits. And I need you to get what I'm saying, but we got to be careful that as we give, we make them um, understand that they should be thankful for grandma, that they should be thankful for daddy, come on, that they need to understand that they can ask for anything, but it takes work to keep it. And that their job is so that the next generation doesn't have to even ask for it. Oh, I don't know if you're ready for this. They're producing it already. They were born with things I had to learn. They're producing it already for others to be blessed. Daddy, just, just get me a Mustang. I look at Anna and I say, I've been saving for years for a Camaro. And this lady wants a Mustang. I said, listen, I will buy you a Mustang if you learn to drive. So I take her, like a good father that cares for her children, to a parking lot where there's no one where the husbands that have tried to, te- to teach to, to drive <laughs> their wives. Uh, um, and we take them to a place where it's safe. Somebody say, well, me grow. And as we go there, I tell her, listen, I'm going to put you in the, in, the, in the driving seat. I need you to be careful as you drive. Put your pedal, put your foot on the pedal, on the brake pedal, and you're going to go and change this drive and slowly accelerate. As she sits, she's so excited. She's wanting to drive, gets in the car. What do you think that happens? What do you think happens? Immediately, boom. Presses the gas pedal. I'm like, hey, slow down. I'm like, listen, listen. I told you I'm not going to get you a car unless you learn to drive. So I need you to be careful with the way you accelerate. Somebody say with me, accelerate. I believe there's things in our life now that God is accelerating. I want you to get this. But as God pushes us to accelerate, we get to know how to drive what he has for us. The problem is not that you have a drive for certain things. The problem is you don't know how to drive yet. And if we want to grow and God says, I have more for you. I want to give you the desires of your heart. I need you to learn. How many of you are ready for the word? I said, how many of you are ready for the word? Come on, if you mean it, if you're awake, say with me, oh yeah. The word of God states in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, it says, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. As newborn babies desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. And I want to Make a pause here. Desire the pure milk. Don't read the Bible so you can know how to live. Don't read the Bible so you can have more head knowledge. Read the Bible as pure milk to find Jesus. To find him. Because I cannot what to do in a situation. But if I don't find him, I'm going to keep on missing the mark. But when I find him, I naturally reflect him. Pure milk. If indeed you have tested that the Lord is gracious, coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. 
you also, as living stones, are being built. You're being built up a spiritual house. He is the cornerstone. We are building spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer your purpose, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God, to God through Jesus Christ. Peter invites us and says, if you want to grow, I need you not only to be planted by the waters, but I need you to build different habits. I need you to go and be hungry. I need you to move forward. I need you to accelerate, be hungry for that milk as a baby. Now, I don't know how many of you have actually had the privilege or the horror <laughs> of seeing a baby breastfed. <laughs> but I remember seeing my son, and I said, don't breastfeed him anymore. I mean, ladies, there's a hunger in your soul, in your spirit, that no matter how long, how far, how much you search or you get, you will never be satisfied. And we run to things that we think make us feel well or maybe get us full, but are never satisfying. Am I preaching to somebody today? And Peter says, I want to challenge you to go to pure milk. Now, look at me, please. The commandments of the Lord, what he has entrusted us to live by, are not choices, church. And I think many times, because we get milk, even spiritually, we think we're growing. And pure milk, purity, him. When I want him, not what he gives me, I'm seeking his face. David has a heart after my own heart because he seeks my face. Listen, if you want to learn how to drive, I need you to learn to accelerate. I need you to learn to put your foot on the pedal softly. And there's times in which you're going to have to go. And there's times in which you're going to have to learn to let go for a little bit. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 through 34. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first that he is the authority in every decision you make. Seek first that he is king and his righteousness and doing right things and acting justly. Seek first that he is king and his righteousness and do the right thing. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I went to the dentist this week, and he said, 
I have to ask you a, uh, a couple of questions now. It's part of the protocol that they asked us uh, post-COVID, and I have to uh, just go over this. And he's asking me several questions, and it's all um, about emotional health and mental health and stress-related. And at the end, he says, you know, do you think you'll need a mouthpiece? I'm like, I said, you know, I get all your questions. I mean, our counseling center has tripled since, since uh, COVID. I understand what, what all this is happening. Me, the, uh, the, the dentist that we work with, we have done several things in the community together, so he knows what is coming. But I need you to, like, what was that last question? Why, why are you asking me if I need a mouthpiece? Listen, um, the number one uh, recommendation I make right now is a mouthpiece because people are grinding their teeth like never before. And it's all stress related. He's like, I'm selling mouthpieces more than I'm selling dentures. <laughs> I said, okay. Um, check my teeth. I don't know if I grind them. I do get up at three in the morning sometimes praying for some people that cause stress. <laughs> do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring it to trouble. But if you put first, if you create habits, I accelerate putting his kingdom first. I understand that I'm in a parking lot for a reason. That he's protecting me. That what I'm thinking that I need and that I want, if he gives it to me now, I'm not ready for. Oh. Somebody say with me, grow. Growing is understanding the season you're in. And, and not comparing yourself to people that are in a different season. Amen. Come on. That's good. Tell the person next to you, Tom, that's good. Come on. You, you got, if he doesn't respond, slap, slap him in the spirit. <laughs> what happens when we are growing and we're in a growing season, but we don't learn, we don't learn that if we don't stay planted by him, and if we don't, if we don't take the fruit in its season, the fruit will perish. Now, I don't know if you're ready for this. If you're ready for this, come on. If you're ready for this, I, I, I need you to wake up today. If you're ready for this, say with me, it's time. Now, I need you to get this. I only know if the fruit is ready if I eat it. I'm praying for years for God to give me. And as God gives me, I start praying for the next thing I want, and I never celebrate what God has given me. And the fruit becomes perishable. <laughs> and I should be celebrating the process. But I'm so caught up in that I want my car already that I don't want to be in the parking lot anymore. That I already know how to drive in the parking lot. Take me to the highway. And I'm like, mm. I love you too much to take you out there. Show me that you know how to handle this. Show me that you know how to be single and I'll bring the right person to you. Show me that you can be faithful here in the little. <laughs> if, if I don't walk with integrity, if I don't walk in purity, if I don't walk in what he's telling me to walk in, I cannot expect a Mustang. He's a loving father. 
And I'm going to challenge you here a little bit. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Not some. Everything comes from him. And I need, to, I need you to be careful because I know our culture and we have from this culture of it. Si Diosito lo permite. If God wants it. If it's his will. Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. Meaning that there's things in your life that are not his will. Is your lack. Hmm, I don't know if you're ready for this. Of obedience is a bad tacos you ate last night. And we pray to these things, and he's been calling you, stay in the parking lot. I'm trying to protect you. But you go on the highway out of season. Somebody said, with me, grow. I have to understand when I have to accelerate. I have to understand what he has for me. In Psalm chapter 92, verse 11 through 14 says, my eye also has seen my desire on my enemies. This is for somebody today. My ears hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against me. I see what comes against me, and they will not prosper. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a setter in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. I don't just need habits. I need conviction. I need to be planted. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Where are my fresh people in the house? Only three of you. I said, where are my fresh people in the house? Today in the morning as I was walking out, Santi said, that's a fresh outfit, Dad. I said, thank you. I, I, I already have my, your, your mom's approval. I feel more confident now that you give me your approval. I'm going to take you outside. I'm going to take you out of the parking lot because I need you to start driving. I don't want to keep taking you to all those practices. Come on, parents. <laughs> I'm ready for you to start going on your own. But I'm going to take you outside. Not only do you need to understand when to accelerate, you need to understand when to brake. Do you get this? I get this. All right. Let's get in the car. As we're driving, obviously, I'm next to her, and I really believe that they need to start giving these cars to parents where we can control how many of you want that? For every decision in their life. <laughs> God is not like that. He gave us free will. Oh, I don't know. And as we go, I'm next to her. She's driving. And she's like, okay, Dad, I'm going in the street. You're good. You're good. There's a car in front of you. I see it. It's, you're getting closer. I see it. Stop now. Stop now. Stop now, stop now, stop now. And we say, God, if you just give me the car, I want to grow. There's habits that I got to dwell in. Staying on his word to look for him, praying without ceasing. If there was times in which I'll get home and I was like, why are you still taking her to drive? She does, she's not ready. And I said, because she asked me. If I know how to answer to her request, how much more will your heavenly father answer? Pray without ceasing. 
I love that even when I pray for things that I shouldn't be praying for, he takes me to a place in which he reveals his will so that I can pray according to his will. The convictions in my life, if I don't understand that there's seasons in which I have to stop. Why are my people that struggle with stopping? Come on, the hardest thing to do is not to do. It's the hardest thing to do. The scripture says in James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Can I remove that scripture from the Bible? How many, of you, how many of you don't like that scripture? How many of you have scripture you're like, mm, that one's not for me, that's for my neighbor. <laughs> that, that, that's one of those scriptures. I have to be thankful and joyful when I'm going through a process. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking that you may grow and enjoy the fruit of your labor. But you need to le- learn to be planted. Convictions. But maybe I should change this today because I don't want to upset my teenager. Maybe I should just kind of accommodate this today because at work I'm going to miss out on a promotion. There's things in our life that are too important for us to abort in what he has for me there. And I want you to take this. This is our groundwork. This is where we grow. Hebrews chapter 6. I want you to write this scripture down. Uh, This is our foundation. This is scriptural foundation in what we grow in. Uh, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1. Therefore, leaving the discussion of elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation. This is what we believe in. This is where we grow up of repentance from dead works. Number one, repentance. You have to repent from your sin, stop calling it a mistake. Foundation, repentance of their works and faith toward God. Number two, faith. I repent, I have my faith on him, not on me. Of the doctrine, number three, of baptisms. I'm baptized, I have a new life. Of laying on hands, understanding that being part of the body, that we pray for each other, calls out the destiny of God and the purpose and the gifts of God in your life so I can use them for the glory of God. Laying on hands. You can, there's so much to study on that. Number four, laying on hands. Number five, the resurrection of the dead. <laughs> this, this is my foundation. This is where I can build. This is where I make decisions. I know that I'm just passing through here. And number six, end of eternal judgment. That I'm going to give an account of everything that I do. That we are saved by grace when we confess Jesus as Lord. Come on. You are saved, but you will not get the same reward as, as a person next to you because we are all accountable for what we do with what he's given us. Somebody say with me, grow. Stop. 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 You're not ready? Get off the car. <laughs> no, Dad, no, Dad, please, please, Dad, please, Dad. I can do it. Okay, my love. <laughs> Dad, 
I'm doing better now. <laughs> Can you buy me my Mustang? Do you know what I did to get that girl her Mustang? Say bye to my Camaro. Did she need the Mustang or did she need her dad? I don't know if you're ready for this. Somebody say with me, grow. I want the car. And I want to grow in things. <laughs> and the one that buys it, I push away. And I keep my Mustang, but I lose him. I got to change my habits, man. I got I to gotta have a foundation with convictions. So it is no longer I who lives, but he that lives in me. Psalm chapter 1, as I close, verses 1 to 3. Blessed, happy, complete, full of harvest. <laughs> Is a person who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, that knows when to get out of places he needs to get out, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, what he really desires, is in the law of the Lord. And in it, he meditates every day. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. And right now, I feel this in my spirit. I'm calling you into your season. Some of you, there's things in your life that the enemy robbed, Five years, 10 years, God can do it now, and he'll restore. He'll restore. It, you come into a season. You come into your season. You've been feeling left be behind. You've been feeling that you missed out on what God did, that the calling of God is no, is no longer for you. I'm calling you into your season today. Amen. Whose leaves shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Will you stand with me today? What area of your life has the Holy Spirit been speaking to you and saying, accelerate? It's ready. It's ripe. Taste and see that the Lord is good. What area of your life has He been saying, stop? That's, what I want to, that's not what I called you to do. Stop. You can have success and not have God. can prefer the car you can prefer that material you can prefer that feeling you can prefer that over the giver of life you can prefer something that makes you feel alive instead of having the true source of life would you close your eyes with me today it's time to grow church it's time to go to him would you draw close to him where you are thank you for listening Stay connected through our social media and remember, we are family.